are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast, making this your first listen. You're obviously very dedicated if you're waiting till 6.50, or actually later than that, 6.30 to make it your first listen. But that's what we try to do here at the Locked On Sports Network with John Schuster and Mike Luke. This is our first time seeing each other in about two and a half weeks. Hello, John Schuster. Hugs have been exchanged. Hugs have been exchanged. Nice to have you back. Absolutely. Uh, the accolades yes, presented. Yes, roses have been passed back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah, yes. thank goodness you can get them on discount two weeks after Valentine's Day, so they were wilted a little bit. But still, they had a nice smell. One You're thing, welcome. One thing that I will say mm-hmm. is that uh, the weather in Fort Collins was better than this weather that I've come <laughs> back to. This is crap. Yeah, you got about uh, 24 hours of uh, Fort Collins uh, welcoming you back to Fort Collins. Sl- I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. It, and, you know, here's the thing. I, I figured out, and you know what? Bear with us here. Our first segment's going to be all about Fort Collins and crappy weather. Here's what I have learned, though, about it. I can deal with snow. I can deal with rain. I hate wind. Mm-hmm. Wind is, to me, is the one unbearable. Because when it's raining and it's windy or it's snowing and it's windy, that's when it becomes incredibly obnoxious. Outside right now, it's windy. Now, you're going to be going to trivia here right after we record mm-hmm. this. Right. So, you know what? Maybe there will be a trivia question about wind. About wind. And if there is, hopefully I'll get it right. And now, we'll put on a lot of points on who it. Who sung The Wind Beneath My Wings? Uh, it was Bette Midler and a bunch of other people. Okay. It's a song written by, I believe, Michael Martin Murphy. Okay. Not uh, the Louise Tucker Band? Not, oh, it's you do like that. You did, you did like that song. That I the Louise you. Tucker Band is just one of many. Who have a uh, conglomeration covered, uh, mo- uh, that that have covered that and other pieces I like of the term, fine musical material. I like the term "cover" as in I'm stealing your crap, mm-hmm. which is essentially what it means. Sure, I mean it's not essentially; yeah. it is what it that means, is what right? it means. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So speaking of stealing, but crap, you're stealing and giving them money at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, stealing, oh. this is why it's important to be a musical writer, not necessarily a performer. You make more money as the writer. Have you songs. ever? Now I know that you've. Uh, I don't think that I'm. Uh, well, we're recording this, so if you are annoyed by this, we can mm-hmm. easily cut this out. But All right, I think sure, because be we annoyed. have editing skills. We yes. do have editing skills. I even talked to you about how your Adobe Audition <laughs> skills have really picked up. Thank you very much. Now you've done some ghost writing uh-huh. in the past. I think probably a fair amount. You're a very talented writer. You're very kind. Has anybody? Well, I'm acknowledging the obvious. I'm not giving you a compliment. I'm just telling you what you do. No. Okay. Yeah, don't get too excited. I'm, I shan't. Okay, but have you ever done something though where you've had? Have you done song lyrics for people? No. Have you never branched out into that? No, and I'd, I think that'd be fantastic. I think no, it'd but, be good. But, oh, it'd be great. I, and and it's one of those dumb things. I, I, I do, do it in sing. text messages occasionally. You do? You've, really? I, I don't do you know. sing well? Our, our friend Doesn't Kevin, matter if you sing our well. Our friend Kevin oh, Woodman that, has yeah. heard me I, sing. Oh, that's right. A lot of folks in your uh, a lot of Whitney Houston. in the past radio days yes, have heard yes. you uh, develop, By the way, I utilize the dulcet tones <laughs> of your phenomenal That's an vocals. overused term, not in this term. Uh, there is a song I'm working on. It's called Harmony of Tears, since you've asked. Harmony of Tears. Harmony of Tears. It's going to be a conglomeration of a multitude of different songs uh, in 
interspersed within a larger universal concept album. And the goal of the song Harmony of Tears, which will be again a multitude of songs, some of them sound more hit related, some, some of them sound a little, little more prog rock related, which means the shorter version will be about 14 or 15 minutes of Oh wow, so this lengthy. is like a thriller oh, this music is a, video. Oh, it's much longer than that. Much more involved in that. Much the, better the, than that. The, oh, without a doubt. The right. ultimate goal is to try to figure out a way to rhyme every possible word and phrase that rhymes with fears, or tears. So, Harmony so you're, of tears. you're tears for fears. And your, your tears could be fears. You're assuaging all those beers. It could be any of a number of possibilities. Wow. There's a lot of things that rhyme with E-E-R-S. Mm -hmm. And the goal of Some this project... correct. Uh, uh, very possibly. But the goal... Uh, see, and, and, and if they're politically not correct, that's ideal because then you can have social commentary within the midst of this traveling social theme. justice that is uh, that you know is injected it could in. be social justice that's injected within it could be social injustice all at the same time anything and everything that potentially rhymes with e e r s is on the table so is ponder, ted, you can throw ted danson into this that's where you would really get because yep. then that's when you, you start saying ted danson instead mm -hmm. of cheers that's good. or danson instead yeah. of cheers yeah i think that's where it really becomes fascinating then uh fort collins does not rhyme with tears it doesn't or no ears or anything like that ears mm -hmm. ears fears tears jeers beers. beers see imagine jeers 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 is all about jeers and leers are all about bullying all Good about point. Instagram bullying. You can go up and down the list. It's, it, it's just, there are, there, there's such a magnitude of possibility based on the premise of your harmony of tears. Our friend Anthony Jamino would <laughs> not approve of this nonsense right now. You need to get to the point. All right, and you know what is to the point more so than anything is Bilt Bar. All right, I'm going to tell you a story mm -hmm. here. Good. All right. Many of uh, John Schuster, a, a strong man of the flag. We don't talk politics on this show, but I'm calling you a man of the flag. I wonder if that's ever. I'm been not a sure. Show. I'm not sure what a man, man of, of the, the flag. flag. Yes. I'm not. It, it it probably almost certainly will be possibly as a lyric that builds up to something with E E R S in the brilliant song Harmony of Tears. Patriots. <laughs> so, that's work. That so. That. I will say this: some of the most muscular people in the world reside in Fort Collins. Do they? They do. Hmm. I was working out. I am not one of the most muscular people, but there are people up there that are. You're a pretty buff dude. I am, but not like these people I'm mm. about to tell you. And uh, very strong American fabric uh, mm. running through these people. All right. A lot of uh, these colors don't run. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Um, a they lot bleed of, red. Yes. Don't tread on me. Unafraid. Uh, uh -huh. You know, a lot, right. a, a lot of right. super patriots. So I asked <clears> one guy up there. I said, "Man, how'd you get so big?" And I was expecting to say, oh, I just injected the flag into my veins. <laughs> and uh, that's not what he said. It wasn't. He said something totally off. He said, Bilt Bar. Huh. That actually and then isn't after, after he said that, huh. you said, of course. Right. Now, the story I told you actually isn't true. But it wouldn't have surprised anybody at this point. Absolutely and that's when you not. know that Bilt Bar has taken the next step. <laughs> when you can outwardly lie to your audience <laughs> and know that, man, that, that... That it's possible. That was believable. That could have happened. Yeah, easily uh -huh. it could have happened. Yeah. That's not fake news. That could have happened. That is real news right mm -hmm. there. So again, Bilt Bar, going to take a quick break. We're going to get back on to sports next. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm I'll your host, kick Mike. You Luke. in the rears, You're right? With your harmony of tears, and I'll get into one of my leers. Mm -hmm. 
and I'll fly off to Algiers. <laughs> oh, see, 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 that's good. See, that's fantastic. Don't for a second think I'm not stealing that. And somewhere along the way, you might get a slight writing credit as in the process. As long as I get yes, something <laughs> on something. the inside. <laughs> right? Yes, that's all I ask for. I don't, I don't ask for much. That's, 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 well, let's see what we can do. All right. So let's talk a little bit of uh, Oregon, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Now. It was a few days ago. A few days ago. Who cares? Our show, you're not yours. If you're listening, you know what you're getting. Uh, all right. Now, there are some people that are saying this is one of the biggest wins in U of A history. These people are idiots because they have not lived here. They do not know. This was not one of the biggest wins in U of A history. But you know what it was? It was a damn good win. Here's why. It was in McHale. You got a team in Oregon that you and I have talked about all season. Incredibly talented. Incredibly... Baffling. Baffling. I like that. That's much better. Baffling. Um... You They're di- perplexing in their inconsistency. Correct. What's amazing about this is that Oregon hit Arizona with a few different runs where it looked like I, I think there were multiple times where it was either 6, 8, 10. And Arizona each time came back. And I think the difference is in these two teams was this, that at the end of the game, Arizona knew what they were doing. I can't even remember who got the bat. I want to say it was Matherin with a three. Uh, uh, Creaser. Freeze with three. Great. Because yeah. they, they had, and that the broken was, down that play. was the broken down play, and then he hit the shot from about 35. Oregon, meanwhile, whose best player has gone for 30 points, is down three and decides that he will pass up the three-point attempt in an effort to get closer to the basket, to take a contested two, which would have only allowed them to lose by one instead of tying the game. That was Oregon in a nutshell right there. Yeah, that whole last minute, I think, kind of fell into that category because you had, and it fell into that category to some degree about concerns about Arizona and maybe specifically Kirk Creese as well mm-hmm. because there was a there was a sequence and there in that. two possessions, one of them where he's out, uh, he, he hit, first of all, there's the play at the top of the key where Creese, like top, top of the key, closer to the midcourt, where Creese runs into, I think it's Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they almost bobble the ball, and there's almost a turnover. And at that point, I'm thinking, Lloyd, call the bleeping timeout. Right. Just get a play right. set up. And then, you know, of course, five minutes later, after the ball gets bobbled around, Creasa pulls up for a 35-footer and nails it. Remind me to tell you a point about Lloyd's timeouts, but keep going. Okay. And then, and then in the next possession, I may have these possessions backwards. Doesn't matter. But in that possession within that same window, Creasa's kind of laissez-faire out there, and he gets the ball stolen for a layup going the other direction. Um, uh, so now, and it, and then Creesa, instead of magnifying a bad situation that he put himself in, actually did a smart thing by not fouling mm-hmm. because he knew they were up and three at the time, foul, and we yeah. all thought he was going to foul, right. and the shot was going to go in. We were going to have a tie game, but he was actually smart about that. So 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 Creesa is this weird um, uh, spitfire of smarts and excitement and frustration mm-hmm. with it uh, and, and it's like it snaps from one to another right uh and and we got to see that uh, in the last uh minute and for oregon fans they've been going through different variations of a lot of the same things with a massive level of frustration you know that they've just had me to about continue oregon? to endure and real quick tell you about bet online sports book mm-hmm. all right now another oh by the way sheer rhymes with oh it does see see 
You're gonna be. This is gonna be. This is gonna be stuck in your ear for the next four days. You're gonna. (laughs) Yes, it is. There you go. You're gonna be coming up. Oh wait, that rhymes. You're gonna be come up with three syllable words. Uh, that that and not just that. A rear. There's all kinds of different. uh, All kinds of different. This is gonna be running in your head for the. You're gonna be texting me for the next four days, coming up with rhymes for harmony of tears. But what I am gonna be also texting you is about BetOnline trademarks, sports trademarks, Schuster, comma LLC. Yes. All right. Bet online sports books where you want to get everything. We're taking a break. We'll be back. <laughs> Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. You know what's amazing about the Oregon game, too? Everybody's talking about Coloco. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Coloco was fantastic. You also, I think, truly got a sense of just how good of a defensive player he was when he was able multiple times to switch out onto Will Richardson on the perimeter. And again, one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen where Richardson, shot might have been blocked, might not have, but he passes up the three to get into the paint right. to try a more difficult <laughs> shot, which even if he had somehow made it, Doesn't would matter. not have mattered. Wouldn't have mattered. Yep. But you look at Oregon, and this is, we're not even talking about Dante. Dante was an animal in that game. Right. 15 points, 15 rebounds. He was every bit Coloco's equal mm-hmm. in that. You look at Garrier pulling up and making threes from all over the place, and yet they somehow still lose. It's a very perplexing team, and I would imagine for a very good coach like Altman, it must be driving him absolutely up a wall. He knows... He he's had a scheme, and you know more about this than most people do because you, you're... Have I told you about mine? I, that... Uh, yes, your uh, connection, the Crete your, connection. Yeah, the Crete connection, which is every bit as mafia as it sounds. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say it really does. And, and, and it's a your, heroin pizza parlor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, they're injecting the flag for that one. Yes, yes. They and are. Um, there is, uh, but, uh, but you also have a good connection or understanding of Altman's recruiting mm-hmm. approach and philosophy. Mm-hmm. So. Altman does what everybody's going to do in the transfer portal era of basketball, but usually he has so much confidence, I'm guessing, as a coach, that usually by about the end of January, things come into fold, and he he knows there's going to be frustration early on, and then it's going to work itself out, and he's going to be able to make a good run. Um, More often than not, that's what's happened with Oregon. Uh, Sometimes to their detriment, because they're not seated as favorably as they should be if they had an entire season where things were going well. But this year has definitely taken a lot longer than the other ones have, and he's running out of time. He's definitely running out of time. You know what we are, too? We're running out of time. We're going to be back with you tomorrow. Schuster did not remind me, but I will tell you about the Tommy Lloyd timeout. That's a tease.